Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey Cool Life, a micropod about mental health and creativity. This is episode 85, and it is May 20th, 2019. Um, hi, I know it's been a little bit. I've been under the weather. You can hear it in my voice. Um... It's difficult to modulate, like sometimes you get the sexy husky voice where you're like, hello, and and other times you just sound um, incredibly wonky. I am actually kind of struggling. It's funny, I have this, it's so beautiful in New York, and I'm noticing all of this like pressure to optimize and maximize each day and with that what happens is that I start thinking that um, what I'm doing in any given moment is not the best thing or or even like the worst thing because I'm such a catastrophic thinker that if something is not right it has to be wrong and if something isn't the best it has to be the worst Um, And it's just something I'm noticing and moving through, and I'm just going to reach out for the things that I know work, so I'm going to go outside and be in the day and maybe go for a quick walk and maybe even get like a unit of exercise because I'm like noticing that um, I'm waking up with a little haze of depression, and I know... that has everything to do with the media hangover. I kind of binged a lot of stuff yesterday and I went to bed with my laptop, which is really verboten, but I rationalized it because my partner is out of town for a few weeks and I'm super codependent. And so I'm like, oh, you're allowed to have this. And, you know, this is like a security blanket and because you don't have like, um, because you don't get to use food or booze or drugs, this this is fine. And of course, um, it is harm reduction in its way, but it also comes with its own very particular hangover. So that's just what I'm sitting with. Um, I am also in the middle of projects. Like I finally, finally and even talking about this is so good because it's a good reminder I finally turned in a a working draft of my script my film adaptation for my feature adaptation for um, emergency contact and as a reminder like I it's it's fairly unsolicited all I know is that I want to adapt it to see if I can and to learn how to do that and I turned that in and so I'm just sort of letting it breathe and rest before I go back in and fiddle with it again and maybe hopefully I'll be armed with some really actionable notes and so that will give me a good um, blueprint and a paradigm that isn't dictated entirely by me to see if there are any holes or loose ends that I have to tie up um yes the thing I wanted to talk a little bit that I'm noticing a lot um is I've shared on here about how when you're being really impatient with yourself or you're being really hard on yourself or your self-talk is incredibly negative, which can really, I, I believe, contribute to sort of like depression and anxiety and this like heart hammering thing where you're like, I'm late. And even if I'm not late, I'm wrong. Like all of that 
um, stuff that I, I have, um, this, the, the tool I was sharing was like picturing yourself as like a younger version of you. And there's actually a photograph that I sometimes think about or recall when I'm doing this exercise to like truly envision myself as a small child who needs a little bit of guidance and extra care and gentleness and like instruction, like just step by step, like this is what we're going to do next because I love to overload my brain with an trillion browsers when I have anxiety which really just doubles down on the anxiety and I'll find myself trying to meditate but then like needing to send an email right in the middle of it or in that middle of an email needing to buy something um, that I really oftentimes don't and I was talking about how I thought for a long time that I couldn't be a perfectionist because I was a type A. I mean, because I wasn't a type A. I wasn't really super tidy. I wasn't super controlling. I wasn't super bossy and micromanagey as it came to other people because I'm such a people pleaser and I'm so bad at confrontation and delegation. Um, But then how I might, but then I kind of am and do qualify for being a perfectionist because the second something doesn't go as I've planned it I sort of give up and sort of put it down and I'm like oh that's if it's not going to be fastidiously perfect in accordance with the exact nuanced way that I envisioned it it's not worth doing and then I sort of give up and so it's like I was kind of thought maybe I was lazy again going into like negative self-taught but I think it's that I get discouraged because I'm a perfectionist, even though I'm self-conscious calling myself a perfectionist. And similarly, you can hear police sirens. Um, Similarly, I have this thing of like, you know, when I was a kid, I was fairly smart. And I actually really think that a lot of addicts are like, we're either like really intelligent or really artistic or just really really sensitive which a lot of those things kind of work in tandem with one another but I thought because I was smart from the time I was a kid and fairly precocious I was very an early verbal person and I loved adults I loved them you know paying attention to me and having real conversations with them and I loved kind of being able to have that seat at the table and so because I was always sort of called precocious and always sort of regarded in that way and like regarded as an intelligent person from a young age like it never occurred to me that I could also be incredibly immature and I am so emotionally immature it's like you know it's like that whole thing of like you're allowed to bring your laptop because you need to be pacified in some way and like you deserve that and the other ways in which I'm immature is again like I am so conflict avoidant and I'm so uncomfortable in places where I have to speak up for myself or take up space and it can be something as simple as being in the line for a bathroom where the the bathroom is like kind of in this weird place and anyone who lives in New York understands the strange configurations of any enclosed room where it's very unclear like who the next person is but like I'm clear about who the next person is and like this other person kind of got confused and got in line ahead of me and even though maybe they're not in line ahead of me and they're just standing there because there's nowhere else to stand I start freaking out about 
not standing up for myself, not saying something in the moment, and then also being so obliging and so scraping and so like, oh, it's fine. And maybe like talking to the person in a really friendly, overcompensatory way because I'm harboring such a resentment instead of just being clear about like, oh, hey, you know, like not to be all this person, but I'm next. And then oftentimes having that person be like, oh yeah, I know there's just nowhere else to stand. Or, or if they even say something just horribly snide, um, sort of figuring that out and moving through that. Um, and yeah, like I really struggle with like, you know, if someone makes a plan with me and they say one time and I put it in the calendar and that's the time that works for me and then their gcal invite comes in and it's like a a slightly different time like I have a ton of trouble just responding to that person and being like hi we said this and I have a lot of fear thinking that um they'll think I'm crazy and I guess like in my like wildest imagination some like fight will break out (laughs) that I just can't cope with and it's really good to sort of know that about myself because sometimes there's so much mystery. Um, I'm super dissociative and that's why I use a lot of other things. Like that's why I loved um, weed and I love alcohol and I love inappropriate like proximity with like people and attention because you can really leave your body super fast those ways and then still have the body like be on autopilot in this like very glittery and glamorous way. But yeah, like... I mean, that's why I love doing that because, like, I oftentimes think that something horrible is going to happen. And now that I'm, like, sober and now that I'm responsibility responsible for, like, not doing things that give me this, like, false sense of boldness, I just have to, like, kind of, like, cringily move through my life and be awkward and pipe up. And I don't do it perfectly. I do it really poorly sometimes, but knowing that about myself that I have this fear and then really saying the fear out loud and being like okay well is this woman in the bathroom lane going to beat you up or is this woman in the bathroom lane going to have a fight with you and actually the reality of those situations even in the worst case scenario is so much better than this feeling I have of the unknown of what's going to happen and so yeah this is just a really meandering way of saying that like you know, as a companion piece to the whole thing of me not knowing that I'm a perfectionist because I'm too self-conscious to call myself one because, like, I'm prone to laziness and messiness. I did not know that I was immature um, despite sort of, like, suspecting, you know, or just knowing things that I don't process particularly well, like confrontation or discomfort or... um, saying things that might lead to you know intolerable awkwardness um but knowing that about myself makes me more patient I guess when these incidences come up instead of just being like yo why are you such a pussy like why are you such a spaz like why can't you be like normal people and also what kind of like goes with that is this notion that everyone's kind of out to get me or everyone has this like power to detonate a worst worst case scenario which makes me incredibly preemptively 
suspicious of other people. It makes me really isolate. It makes me really feel like everyone else is really different from me and that ultimately they are out to harm me in some way, which is a really lousy way to move through a day. And especially in New York where you're just constantly running into each other. Um, so yeah, that's what I wanted to share. If you ever sort of have this, have a similar thing, um, it's really embarrassing. Like sometimes I wish I wasn't like this. And sometimes I also think that like, this feels really not like a part of my personality. Um, because like I'm successful and like da 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 or else I'm supposed to be. I'm like living in New York. I'm like older. Um, but it is definitely a part of my operating system that trips me up sometimes. So I thought I would share that. I hope you have a gentle day and I hope you find utility in it. And thank you for listening.